Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Aligned and Well podcast. It's Shawnee, your host. I'm here flying solo for this episode today. And so I've been transitioning into a new chapter in my life, going full time into entrepreneurship and into my coaching practice. And the topic of boundaries has come up quite a bit. Um, so this will be part one of a series um, around creating boundaries, sharing my own experiences and challenges with setting boundaries, and just some practical tips for boundary setting that you can use in your everyday life. Uh, the series is going to be spread out over the next couple of months, so I'll be sprinkling in some interviews in between, but for the next few solo episodes, I hope you find this series helpful, and let's dive in. Hi, friends. My name is Sean Arsenault, but you can call me Shawnee. I'm a board-certified nurse coach and holistic healer, and I want to help you transform your life in a way that feels in total alignment with your heart and who you truly are. Each week, I'll be sharing with you my tips on how to become more empowered in your own wellness journey and create a vibrant, fulfilling life that reflects your values and your truth. You'll hear insightful interviews on different life and wellness topics and stories from myself and other beautiful souls who share my mission of spreading love and light in this sometimes dark world. My hope for this podcast is that you will walk away feeling inspired and more aligned in your purpose. This is your permission to get curious and lean into your intuition as we all learn and grow together. Welcome to the Aligned and Well podcast. Okay, so for some reason, I felt compelled to speak on this because as I transition out of this traditional nursing role and step more into my coaching practice, there are a lot of boundaries that I've been having to create, you know, with my time, with my energy, etc. And this was important for me to share because one, this is something that I have been constantly navigating throughout my whole life, but especially now as I embrace entrepreneurship. And two, this is a topic that I work with a lot of clients on is setting boundaries. Many of the people that I work with are people pleasers, give empaths. And this is a difficult area for a lot of people in that category. So um, I want to start by, I guess, defining what personal boundaries are. Um, so personal boundaries are the limits and the rules that we set for ourselves within relationships. And this can be relationships with anything with people, environments, material things, etc. Um, I think boundaries are essential if you are trying to cultivate a sense of inner peace in your life. Um, you can have poor boundaries that are either too rigid or completely lacking, or you can have healthy boundaries. And in many cases, this may vary depending on what area of your life you are looking at. Um, for example, you can have really great boundaries for personal relationships, but have very poor boundaries when it comes to work. And as a nurse who worked 12 hour night shifts and extra overtime in the hospital setting for years, I had incredibly poor boundaries when it came to my work. Um, so like I said, everyone's boundaries looks different, depending on the person, the setting, the culture, even. 
Um, and I actually delved a little deeper into why some people may have poor boundaries in a previous episode that I did on how to not be a people pleaser. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, go check it out. Um, there, you know, and there are many reasons for why someone may have poor boundaries, but that's the main reason that I've had to do this kind of work here. Um, and that's kind of going to be the focus of what we're talking about. Throughout this series, I'm going to be talking about the main things that I set boundaries for. And the first boundary I wanted to talk about was creating boundaries around social media. And um, as someone who does most of my work as a coach on the internet, and someone who has also just grown up in the world of social media from a young age, you know, I'm talking like the days of MySpace and <laughs> writing on people's walls and having a top friends eight list, like who remembers that, right? Um, you know, getting Facebook right at the beginning of high school, and then just being on social media throughout all of my young adult life. Social media has just been a huge part of my upbringing. And I was fortunate enough in my young childhood to be part of a society that wasn't heavily involved or reliant on social media. So I can recall aspects of both periods of time that are both great and not so great. You know, I remember whenever I was young, I spent a lot more time outside. And I I don't know, I just I found entertainment and enjoyment in in the little things. And if I had a friend who had people over or had some kind of, you know, event or something that I didn't get invited to, I didn't get hurt over it because I didn't see it. I didn't know what happened. Um, you know, nowadays you are seeing everything that's going on in people's lives. And there's this emotional attachment that you feel towards the things that you see on social media, especially if it's you know, things on your friends' pages or people that you love. And this concept of creating boundaries for social media has become increasingly important for me because there are so many aspects of this piece of our culture that are toxic. And while there are lots of things that are amazing about social media, it is, you know, this constant advancement in technology that allows us to connect with people from all over the world and become more informed and more engaged with each other. It can be entertaining and bring joy, etc. But there are also a lot of ways that it can be super toxic. And, you know, I think it's become so easy and normalized for us to get sucked into that social media vortex of constant scrolling and getting pulled into all of the debates and the arguments and comment sections and comparing ourselves to other people's highlights that they post. You know, I I found myself a lot of times dwelling on the negativity and the hate or even utilizing social media for avoidance or to numb our feelings about things that are happening around us. And so again, while there are many wonderful things about the world of social media, it can be easy to fall into that toxic trap. Um, I do want to dive in a little bit into the reasons and some of the hard facts behind why social media is toxic and negatively affects our mental health, because there is research behind that. And, you know, before we get into the boundaries piece, because, you know, there are, are reasons why we need boundaries for social media. So number one, social media is addictive. 
It is designed to be that way. The algorithms are crafted in such a way that it encourages reinforcement of certain behaviors or thoughts. And whenever we get on social media and scroll through people's posts or videos, it activates that part of our brain, that reward center by releasing dopamine, which is that feel good chemical associated with activities that bring us joy, that bring us pleasure, like food or sex. Um, so how many of you have ever scrolled through social media found some funny video or inspiring post or a useful tip that you wanted to come back to, but then you accidentally refreshed your feed and you closed out the app without saving it. And then you spent a significant amount of time trying to find that post again. Um, <laughs> I've definitely done that several times. Or how many of you have posted a picture or a video or made a post and kept refreshing your feed to see if anyone knew, liked, or commented or interacted with your post? Um, social media has a very like slot machine like feel to it. Like you never know what new information you will stumble upon. You never know if your post will reach a thousand people and resonate with a large audience. So you keep going back in. And there was actually a study that showed 69% of adults and 81% of teenagers in the United States use social media. Three-fourths of the American population own a smartphone. And, th and that study was done back in 2017, so those numbers are likely higher now. But that just gives you an idea of how many people are engaged in the online world and have the increased risk that it poses to our population's overall mental and emotional well-being. Um, two, other than social media being addictive, there can also be this sense of comparison and like FOMO that comes with being a social media consumer. You know, you can now see what everyone is up to and know how great everyone's life is going. Um, however, most of the time, people are only sharing what they want people to see. You know, so we're spending all of this time consuming content from other people's highlight reels and comparing our own lives to that and forgetting that we're not seeing the entire picture. So it gives us a very distorted view of life outside of our own little world. And then the third thing is social media is now this mind numbing way to engage in avoidant behavior. You know, I've definitely found this to be something that I've had to navigate through. But, you know, earlier when I talked about the the slot machine-like feel with social media, um, because social media is this constant feed of stimulation, it's the perfect way to avoid feeling certain things, much like the same way people drink alcohol or binge watch Netflix. I have several times found myself scrolling through social media because I don't want to work or I don't want to make a certain phone call, or I don't want to slow down enough to feel whatever emotion I'm feeling, anxiety, stress, grief about something, or even scrolling on social media while I'm eating so that I'm entertained while I eat and I don't have to think about my food. Like it's just the, the ways in which I have found myself to, to use social media as a distraction and as a, a numbing agent um, you know, I found that this has been a huge block for myself. And I know so many other people that this resonates with as well. There are lots of reasons why we need boundaries with social media. These are just a few. Um, but I also wanted to talk about some practical things that you can do to create boundaries around social media. Um, some of these things are 
things that I've either tried myself or I know people who have implemented these boundaries and have been very successful with them. So the first, um, the first tip I have is to turn off your notifications on your phone, on your, um, on your social media apps. In each of the social media apps, you can turn off notifications for whenever you get like messages or whenever somebody likes your post. Um, you can turn off notifications so you're not constantly getting that reminder on your phone, like, Hey, come back into this app. Um, that's what they want. That's what they want you to do. <laughs> um, but turning off your notifications also just allows you to be more present in your life. You know, when you're not constantly stuck to your phone, glued to your phone, um, having it go off every five seconds with new notifications, um, you're able to put your phone down and actually experience your life outside of the digital world. So turning off your notifications is one of my favorite suggestions to give to people who need to set boundaries around social media, because it's like that first line of defense. Um, the second thing is to temporarily delete the social media apps from your phone, you know, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, all of those things. If you find yourself getting really caught up and distracted with the social media apps and the scrolling, sometimes temporarily deleting them from your phone and only operating those platforms through your desktop or laptop can be a really good way to kind of detach yourself from the phone, from the smartphone. Um, and then whenever you decide to, to reintegrate the apps back into your phone, the third tip I have for you to do is to schedule blocks of time to scroll for enjoyment or engagement and just be more intentional with the time that you you use on social media. Um, having time limits and setting timers for yourself can be really helpful here. I love to leave my phone in a different room whenever I'm working because if you if you just spend a day, counting how many times you look at your phone. If you're at work and your phone is next to you, just count how many times you you pick up your phone to look at a new notification or open up a social media app. It will be very eye-opening for you. Um, so yeah, just gaining some awareness around how much time you actually do spend on your phone. I, I have an iPhone and in the iPhone you can run a screen report, a screen time report, and it tells you just how many hours per day you spend on your phone. And I sometimes I really hate looking at it because I look at it and I see, you know, anything from three hours to like seven or eight hours. And that kind of blows my mind. So just practice some awareness around how much time you actually do spend on your phone. And then start scheduling in blocks of time for um, for scrolling and for engagement. The fourth tip I have is to clean up your friends list. <laughs> I do this at least twice a year. I go through my friends list and I unfriend people that I um, don't feel aligned with or I block people that I don't feel aligned with. Um, I used to feel so guilty for doing this, but it is a boundary that honestly has really protected my energy and allowed me to love people from afar, but not feel the need to take on their negative energy, if you know what I mean. Um, and so um, one of the downfalls of social media is that now we've made it so personal. And, you know, if, if you unfriend or block someone, 
it, it has the potential to really hurt somebody's feelings and offend them. And as you know, for, for me, I'm a people pleaser, and I don't like to hurt anyone. And I don't like conflict. And so whenever I would, whenever I would block, or unfriend someone, it, I made it this huge thing. And then after I did it, and I didn't see their stuff on my page anymore, um, I felt so much lighter. So um, I encourage you guys to do this. I know it can be hard, especially when um, some of the toxicity on your feed comes from family members or lifelong friends. So just be really mindful of what you allow in your feed and go through your friends list or the people that you're following at least once or twice a year to kind of clean it up, you know, and you can always do this as you go as well. If you see something that just isn't vibing with you, um, unfollow, you know, there's no shame in that. So those are four tips that I have for you to, um, to set some boundaries around social media. And I just wanted to share here that, you know, a few years ago, I felt like everything that I was seeing on my feed was so negative. And there was so much hate online, so much criticism, so much judgment from other people, especially over these last couple of years with just the heaviness of everything going on in the world. And since that was all my brain could see, I let that hold me back from being my authentic self on my own social pages. I wouldn't share things that I wanted to or post the things that I wanted to. Um, I felt like I had to hide pieces of who I was and it was exhausting. You know, I had to give myself permission to set these boundaries and be intentional about what I allow on my social media feeds. You know, I had to get really comfortable with things like unfollowing and blocking and I had to intentionally call in and seek out pages and people that inspired me. And like I said earlier, you know, as a chronic people pleaser perfectionist who really cared a lot about what everyone else thought of her, that was really difficult for me at first. And so if that's something that you are navigating with and struggling with, I totally, totally get it. But on the flip side of the toxicity, I do want to plug in some of the things that I love about social media, just because I think that it's important to look at the the positive side of things and to be aware of the fact that ultimately you decide what your thoughts around social media are. It can be a beautiful thing that you have boundaries around, or it can be a purely negative or toxic thing. And I personally like to choose the former thought that it serves me as this wonderful tool for connection and entertainment, but that I can also have some limits for myself on how much of it and what aspects of it I consume. Um, social media for me is a really great creative outlet. You know, I love sharing my life and being silly and goofy. You know, if you follow me on Instagram or TikTok, you know, I post so many videos and reels just being goofy. Um, I love to share inspiration on there. You know, I love how I can connect with people all over the world and form amazing friendships. Um, most of my circle is not in my local area. And I think it's beautiful to be able to connect with people in this way. I'm able to use my voice to amplify the messages of causes that I truly believe in. I've never felt more empowered to use my platform. Um, 
I've also created and cultivated a strong and uplifting community online. You know, whenever you feel like you don't have a community around you of your people, you can easily create it online using social media. And so that's an aspect of it that I really, really love. And I I use it as an avenue to become inspired and to inspire others. So social media can actually be a beautiful thing if we choose to see it as beautiful. You know, my feed today looks so different than it did a couple of years ago because I've been able to set really good boundaries around it. And I'm able to take what I need from it and call in what serves me and let go of the rest. You know, we can still love people and be supportive and be in their life without constantly having to be exposed to any misaligned energy online. So if you are someone who has been wanting to set some good boundaries with social media, I'd love to challenge you. If you have found yourself in this spiral of negativity online or on social media, what boundary can you set? Who can you lovingly let go of? You know, just just something to chew on as we um, open this conversation up regarding boundaries and protecting your energy. All right, guys. Well, that is all that I have for you today. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. If you would like to work with me, if this episode struck a chord with you and you are needing to create some boundaries with social media, but want to go a little deeper into that and just explore what the implications of that are in your own life, I do offer a handful of free discovery sessions every month. I've got three more spots left for free sessions in July. I have a link to book the free session in the show notes for you. I also have a free community on Facebook called Heart Aligned Humans. This is just a a safe space where you can come and feel supported and seen and heard and be in a community that focuses on helping you create a life that is aligned with your heart. So come hang out with us. You'll find the link for that in the show notes as well. For any of my nurse coaches listening to this, I would love to invite you to my Nurse Coach Tech Mastery membership. This is a monthly membership that I'm offering to nurse coaches in private practice where you will be getting all kinds of amazing resources relating to the tech side of business. We talked in this episode a lot about social media. And um, one of the awesome things that I'm offering in this membership is how to navigate different social media platforms, how to make them fun, and how to leverage different features in social media um, to fulfill you in your business and also connect and serve people powerfully. So get yourself on the wait list. The doors to the membership will be open from August 1st to August 14th. So make sure you mark your calendar so you don't miss it. And you can check out the show notes to join the wait list. I would love to hear your feedback on this episode. If you are listening on a podcast platform where you can leave a review, please do so. I would be so, so grateful. Um, If this episode resonated with you at all, please make sure to subscribe to this podcast and take a screenshot of the episode. Make sure you share it on social media and tag me. I'm at Nurse Coach Sean. That's Sean with an E. Thank you so much, guys. As always, I'm here to serve and support you in the most powerful way I can. And remember, when all is aligned, all is well. 
Bye.